Peter Hill Explains, where I invite you to join the science teaching conversation with me about episode five or six of candlesticks. So this that it's a method of graphing, and people say, "Oh, this method will give you the actual edge." Uh, it's it's sort of like the ultimate smoke smoke and mirrors. This version of the periodic table will make better drugs, that type of stuff, or, or um, using uh, Greek letters rather than Latin letters will make your equations that much easier to understand, give you an edge in an exam. That type of stuff, it may be true, because it's, um, it's often uh, the ability to engage and look at something has got you thinking about it, and the actual... Um, the thinking is just a scaffold to get you there. So, um, you know, houses, uh, looking at the best scaffolding to build a house, and you look at scaffolding, you've, you've got the scaffolding there to, to think about. So there's a series of candlesticks. And so the candlestick has the main body, which has the, uh, the, the start and close price. And so if the start is above the close, it's a dark candlestick. Uh, main body, if it's um, um, the closes above the start, it's a white, it's a white or green or positive candlestick. So it's using um, variation to make it easier to see. That's basically about it. And then you have candlestick has a shadow because there's a, basically it's superimposed across a line which is from the highest to lowest share price. What I've pointed out so far is that it would be pretty easy and important to add the medium, the mean for that day would ab- absolutely increase it. And so somehow they have got a way of describing candlesticks and providing names to it. So it's sort of a bit like uh, herbal medicines, homeopathy. It clearly has got no relevance. However, um, if you believe it enough and you have to have courses enough, you create this entire mystic uh, magic about it. Now, this is not the first time we've got um, Mesmer and his belief that his magnets cured people. And he had this, you know, it's people using the logic is that he wouldn't be able to run a show, people wouldn't believe in it if it wasn't true is what the French believed for Mesmer, who used to mesmerise people by tapping his magnet. When his magnet fell out of his wand, people said, hey, mate, it can't be your magnet. He said, oh, it must be me. It's sort of like that series of conclusions. Um, now, um, there's a whole system around it, and obviously there's money to be taken by taking people from the door to go in. So it's of, of that level of it. Now, candlestick night, so we've had uh, four at the start, which are the dojis. Uh, we've had the all-engulfing ones. We've got the hammer uh, and the hangman. Um, hammer and hangman are exactly the same, except preceding information. So the the dojis at once. Then you've got um, uh, the engulfing bull, or whatever it is. It's just a, a trend reversal across. Um, really is a little gibbly goop. The candlestick we'll next explore is the dark cloud cover. It's a closer relative of the bearish engulfing, but it's not quite as negative in its implications. 
Still, the appearance of this candle could be a warning to the trader to protect profits in a position. It also suggests that you should watch a stock as a possible short candle in the trading days ahead. So you can trade long and short with options. Blows my head what people are doing with this and um, essentially if the market mechanism operates because on average it provides uh, multiples as a solution method it provides many solutions and pits them against each other so you you bet and, and go for the so you, you will have two companies which have a story so eventually essentially a company has got um, the story or it's it's a sort of a story resolution so a company will have a story based on its past record and what it says it's going to do and as people interpret and add value to the story that market mechanism doesn't but it's not that there's one story there's several competing stories and it allows several competing stories and uh, stories in, in an overall narrative and so this doesn't have a logical outcome but you, the market mechanism provides the ability to put capital into both stories and as one story emerges victorious it drains the capital out of one and puts it into the next so it's a very dynamic way to go across now the actual value is the person in the most valuable story that's the way thing that goes across across here people are looking at the process of it happening and perceiving an ability to make money and it probably is worthwhile and that cloud cover candle occurs after a strong uptrend a series of ascending candles is ultimately capped by a final white candle and at this point the stock index seems technically healthy and the bulls may be lulled into a sense of false complacency so a bull is someone who thinks that who wants to buy things i typically would say men are bullish on the day uh, of dark cloud cover the stocks open above the previous high for a true dark cover to emerge therefore the stock should gap above the upper shadow of the previous white capping candles at the opening bell of the trading day it seems that like the uptrend will continue i, I just Like very early on when I built, I think, a gravity gradiometer. And I was getting fluctuations just due to the noise and wiring and you know, a whole heap of noise signals. And they could be a gravity wave, obviously. This is years, years ago. And this ability for humans to see patterns which aren't there is the most amazing. As the day wears on, however, the bears rest control. On the dark cloud um, cover day, the stock closes at least halfway into the previous white capping candle. So it, it can be, look, I don't understand it, but you can, obviously the candles don't overlap. The stock can actually open at a higher price. I don't know how that happens. Um, the larger the penetration of the previous candle, that is, the closer the candle is to being bearish engulfing, the more powerful the signal. Traders should pay particular attention to a dark cloud cover candle if it occurs at an important resistance area at the end of day volume is strong. Below, you will find an example of a dark cloud cover candle. It's going, going up, 
um, and the next day it goes up, but then it's all downhill from there. The film and digital camera maker Eastman Kodak provides an example of dark pie cover. The fundamental thing is that they had uh, a big um, organisation and they developed digital technology, but the people inside them uh, had so much invested in non-digital stuff that they didn't see digital coming, so they're, they're stuffed. The stock traded as high as $33 in April, immediately before it released earnings the second quarter forecast. With the earnings came out, in mid-April, the shares were changing hands at just over $30. Results were below expectation, and stock dropped precipitously on their release, gapping down to $27.16. And over the next several days, uh, falling as low as $24.40. Of course, it's, you know, I don't know when this was written, but it's now bankrupt junk. As we shall see, when the gaps are explored, the trader should now anticipate the resistance between 27.6, the low end of the gap, and just above $30 at the upper end. Look, they've just got a dumb business model. Let me stay out on it. Over the next month and a half, EK, Eastman Kodak, began a grudge in recovery, gaining 27 backing off and then finding a support at $26. The shares then broke out, forming four consecutive white candlesticks and reaching as high of $28.19. While the third candlestick was not as large, it... Uh, it, if it, if the four candles were combined into one, it certainly would have been. I could be serving up dinner to my kids and say, it tastes shit, but it's probably genius. When dark cloud cover emerged before the traders could, uh, should have been wary, while the candle is uh, was a relatively small, it retreated halfway back into the final white candle. The next day, a doji appeared, emphasising the resistance near $28. God. EK then retreated to 26 level before finding support and rallying. While the dark cloud cover is not potent as a reversal candle as a bearish engulfing, its appearance in the chart should be respected. Look, I'm just looking at this. Uh, candle 10. The piercing candle is a potent reversal signal. The, the dark cloud cover. The piercing candle. The dark cloud cover and piercing candles are like bookends. Well, are they bookends? I suppose they could be. Whereas the dark cloud cover warns of an uptrend might be coming to an end and thus signals to take profits on the long trades, a piercing candle intimates that a downtrend may be about to reverse the shorts should be covered. Okay. First thing to look for uh, to spot the piercing pattern is an existing downtrend. With the daily candles, a piercing pattern will often end a minor downtrend, a downtrend that often lasts between 5 and 15 trading days. This is all just lines of computer code. You just say, if this, then that, if that, then this. The daily candle should ideally have a fairly large, dark, real body, 
signifying a strong day. There is an example of a piercing candle. It would be just so much as an Excel spreadsheet. You wouldn't have to program it. You just have an Excel spreadsheet. Oh, this makes me weep. In a classical piercing pattern, the next day candle gaps below the lower shadow uh, on the previous day low. I find with the stocks in comparison to commodities, however, that the gap is very often below the previous day close, but not less than um, the previous day's low. Okay, so the low would be the shadow, and so obviously the stocks can vary overnight. Here you have an open and close price. It's been amazing. On the piercing day, the candle comes back and closes at least halfway up the real body of the day one. If it does not come at least halfway back, then the candle is not a piercing candle and needs to be called a different name. Um, the candle is on Nick. It sh if it closes at a day with one low in, in Nick, if it closes slightly back above the real one, and thrusting if it closes substantially into the real body, but less than halfway. In addition, God. In addition, the second day's candle cannot totally make up the ground lost in day one, otherwise it would be a bullish engulfing. Oh, God. There are a few other points on a piercing candle, and the closer to being bullish the engulfing candle, the more... Positivity is, and thus a great possibility of a reversal. Secondly, take particular note of the piercing candle if it occurs at important support levels. Third, if the volume is strong on piercing day, then the candle gains an added significance. An intervening example of a piercing candle is found in the chart of Avinci Systems, a VOP voice over internet protocol play. Wow. As if voice over internet. Oh my god, I can remember 19. 93 people were saying, did you know that the internet is going to exceed telepathy? This is so 30 years out of date. In mid-April, ARVC had bought near $3.70 for several days, creating a short-term basing formation. Towards the end of the month, it created a gap between approximately $4.15 and $4.50 area, and then retreated to 4 16. Note the long, lower shadow of the day of $4.16. The bottom was made. Large, lower shadows often serve as support areas. This is one uh, one was doubly significant as it held the very upper end of the gap, a window created several days earlier. AVCI then advanced from $4.16 to $4.90 in a mid-made topping out just below a round number resistance of $5. Fuck me dead. I forgot Bickford's theorem. Bickford's, that's the, the theorem. Whether any of this resistance is at all true, you can so easily see it. From there, the stock went into a minor decline, 21 days, days finally bottoming at $4.20. Note that this level of Vinci was at important support created by $4.16, low as well, as it's still above the late April year gap. So you can imagine all the scientists bloody well trying to um, create value by creating a better VOP circuit and stuff like that and it is these stock people who are just god
The Pearson candle appeared to support at support two dollars um, two days later. It was not large range day and it was accomplished on a low volume. The trader who observed it might have made a mental note and watched with interest the trading action on the second day. Now the trend became much clearer. FEC broke the downtrend line uh, off at four dollars ninety high. It went back above its four to five nine four to nine day moving average and, be, and gave a buy signal. Eventually, FVC ran to five dollars ten. I wonder whether the average, the average, you know, with you trade on weekends. I think it's only weekdays. Um, near five dollars, the percentage of the gain was substantial. The piercing candle is less powerful signal than the Doji or the bullish engulfing. Nevertheless, it's potent. Make a mental note to include in your analysis for the next time it occurs on a stock you are watching. God, we've got to get up to 21 candles. I want to candle 11 and 12. God. So we're halfway through. Let's have a little celebration. Go out, switch off this podcast for a while, make a cup of tea, go to the toilet, come back again. Perhaps candles 11 to 12. The three candle evening and morning star patterns signal major reversals. By this point, 21 candles, you should be able to spot several reversal candles. Many times, only one candle is necessary to put a trader on high alert that a reversal may be happening. <laughs> the Doji candle, whether it occurs after the log-up trend or downtrend, indicates that supply and demand are in equilibrium, and a recent trend may be coming to a conclusion. Several major reversal patterns consist of two candlesticks. A bullish or bearish engulfing candle often signals a trend's conclusion. This two-candle pattern is also relatively easy to spot. Surely, eventually, if everyone is reading the candle stuff, it'll become uh, unstable feedback. Everyone's reading candles and overreacts to it. The evening star and morning star, in my experience, harder patterns for the art to pick out. They're not running a computer program to this. Are they not converting this to just computer jargon? I just what the fuck? It's just sort of like I don't know. Just walking past the power tools and going to the chisel section. I want to, I want to cut down a tree with a, a toothpick type of thing. Oh my god. Um, the reason for this is simple. Since both patterns consist of three candles, these candles have, must be perceived as a group. However, once you've identified one of these patterns, then your job is pretty much over. Unlike most of the other candle formations, no further information is needed. The evening and morning star are complete in themselves, so the trader should strongly consider taking a trading action immediately upon their appearance. The evening star pattern occurs during sustained uptrend. And this is my nursery rhyme for the evening star. If you see a evening star, a top is often not very far. So it goes up, goes up high and falls, and then falls a lot more as an evening star. Don't tell me what a morning star is going to be the generic reversal of it. I just... Oh. I could so easily write a computer program to do this, but I'm sure everyone has written computer programs. What you do is you say, oh, I don't understand this. I'll employ a physics graduate. 
On the day we see a candle with a long white body, so it's, it's, it's started low and closed high, everything looks normal, and the bulls appear to have full control of the stock. On the second day, however, a star candle occurs. For this reason, a valid evening star pattern, the stock must gap higher on the next day of the star. The star may enter black, either black or white. The star candle is small and a real body and contains a large upper shadow. There you go. The star communicates the bulls and bears are involved in a tuck of war. Neither side is winning. After a sustained uptrend, those who want to take profits come into balance with those eager to buy stock. A large upper shadow indicates the stock could not sustain its probe into new ground. A potential reversal has been signalled. On the third day, a candle is black and the real body emerges. The candle retreats substantially to the real body to the first day. My godfather. The pattern is more powerful if there is a gap between the second and third day candles. However, the gap is usually, particularly when it comes to equity trading. As such, it's not a required part of the pattern. The, third, the further this third candle retreats into the real body of the first day candle, the more powerful the reversal signal. Oh, I don't remember vomit. Since the third day confirms the star's potentially bearish implication, no further confirmation is needed. Continental Airlines go with coronavirus. Go figure that one, matey. Provides a good illustration of the evening star formation. The shares bottomed in late April as the stock created a hammer candle. Which is, a hammer is a small real body on a large downtrend with, I think the... The hammer is, it's at the, the, the downtrend, the hammer occurs at that the bottom of the reversal of the tra- downtrend. So hangman, it's the same uh, one, the hang, hanging man, I think, or the hangman, or the hanging man, I think would be, um, is the, the hammer at the top of an uptrend. So stupid, I can't believe it. The bottom was deceptive. The next day, the hammer was followed by a bearish engulfing that the candle was in turn succeeded by a large white candle. Cal rallied out of close to the previous $13.26. It's sort of like listening to um, rugby results, which are really not interesting. Backed off and then soared. The shares completed the ascending triangle, breakout of the high volume and reached a peak of $15.60 in early June. So, surely, there's people really looking at this fantastic stuff. Uh, the evening star pattern, is a circle in the chart below, oh, well, there I can see the evening star. On the first day, there was a recently large white candle. The second session had gapped higher, indicating the top of the black candle being somewhat higher than the white candle before. Note the large upper shadow of the candle, indicating Cal was not able to sustain prices above $15. The upper shadow occurred entirely above the top Bollinger band, indicating Cal substantially overbought. So what, what is a Bollinger band? I don't know. Sorry, I'm just... A scientist reading this to you. It's folding this page over.
On the third day of the formation, prices closed well back into the range of the first day. The final requirement of the evening star, daily stochastics, the CCCI, gave sell signals during the session, also suggesting the top of the cal was in. Surely, surely, surely one can start off with just the pure data streams. Let's say if this was a device or a laser or a piece of machinery, you'd get the two signals, the, like the voltage and the temperature coming out, and you'd process that. It, you wouldn't put it into other processing processes and then analyse that. I think that, that's getting beyond the pale. Surely you can do that. Um, note how much earlier the signals were than the broken up trend, which lagged the evening star by the most two weeks. And remember, my traders rhyme, my god, if you see the evening star, a top is often not very far. You know, I, I don't want to be cruel here, but surely you should be factoring in the intelligence of your trader. Trader, and the naked trader. <laughs> what I like is, is people being so cocksure of themselves. Having explored the evening star in detail, we need to... Uh, to say little about the morning star formation. Oh my god, the morning star is the opposite of the evening star. The exact opposite of the evening star. It occurs in a downtrend, starts in a large white, large black candle, and the second day a star forms a gap. The third day completes the reversal by closing well into the real body of day one. The pharmaceutical giant, a Dow Jones Industrial Average component, Merrick MRK, is a stock in a long term downtrend. In 2001, the shares peaked near $100 and began steadily to decline and took the shares to the mid-$40 in late 2004. Then the news hit that the key drug, Merrick Vox, increased the risk of heart attack and stroke. The headline caused the stock to lose more than a third of its market capitalisation in late September and continued the stock to bottom $25 in November. Well, gee, <laughs> you know what? I'd be more pissed off if I was going to have a heart attack, but let's be concerned about the stock value. From there, Merrick began very gradually recovery that saw the stock peak at $34.95 in early April. If you notice that the 25 to 35 were round numbers and reflected that these are both option strike prices, you've noticed, uh, you noted an important pattern. You know what? It would be actually interesting if you had sufficient stock value that you could buy and sell at certain things and probe other people's strike prices and factor that in. That would be actually quite entertaining to do, to do some sort of market analysis. If you had enough money to, to fluctuate something, you'd, you'd be, have enough volume to fluctuate it in and actually you know, put it in and out. And, and and toggle the market enough to see if you can trigger people's buy and sell. So you trigger it a bit, pull it out, know that they've got a sell market, and then do options around that. Uh, after reaching uh, $34.95, MRK went sideways for several weeks and hit a secondary peak of 34.79 in early May. You can imagine, you know, you say, Dad, can you play with this? Dad, can you do this? No, I'm watching the stock price. And you would make $30 and not have a family life. 
From here, MRK went into a prolonged sideways stretch, uh, reaching a low of $30.12. Uh, notice again the $5 interval. In late June, rallying slightly and then testing slightly lower than $29.90 in early July. Do you really think that a sophisticated person would come out and you know they're employing physics graduates to set their their automated buy and sell things, which can absolutely trump these these dimwits looking at this? Do you think they would come out and say, "Oh, look, I'm just using using it to the nearest five dollars"? I, I may be true. I just find it just so hard to believe that. That these sophisticated people would have these things. The second low, and this is the entire. There's got amateurs, professionals, optimists, pessimists. What, what is a pessimist doing in a stock market? I don't know. I don't know what a pessimist is doing. It, oh well. The second low was revealing in a number of ways. First, as it's shown by stochastics and CI oscillations, there was a bullish momentum divergence as the price was lower, but the stochastics and CI itself were higher. The test of the lower day was the second candle of the three candle morning star formation. Shooting star can wound. Oh my god, that's the next one. Oh, this is just horrible. Let's go. Note that on the first day there is a large dark candle. The middle of the day is not a perfect star because uh, there is a small lower shadow, but the upper shadow on the top of the real body gives a star quality. The third um, candle is a large white candle which compares completes the reversal. Note how the third candle covered nearly to the highs of the first day and occurred on a strong volume. Also observe the buy signal generated by stochastics on the day of the morning star. After the candle, Merrick bounced higher, reaching a peak. Poor things, you know, there's some poor bastards sort of going around having a heart attack. There was this these this fantastic eighties movie of this it was this office scene and someone receives a phone call and just screams and runs out a window. Ah! It was such a fantastic drama. I never saw it again. Near the thirty two dollars several days later, the Morning Star tray true to its name has been Merrick's prospects brightens considerably. Oh God! Candle thirteen, the shooting star can wound. Candle theory. I can't believe it. Candle theory identifies four kinds of stars: morning, evening, doji, and shooting. I now want to focus on the shooting star. The shooting star can only appear at a potential market top. If you are looking for at a daily chart then it's possible that the candle will warn of a reversal in the minor uptrend. Since the minor uptrend typically lasts between 6 and 15 days, the swing trader would be very alert if the minor uptrend was is mature. The what? 
trainer? What type of trainer? The swing trader. Okay. If the shooting star occurs after a candle with a large real body is typically is much stronger a warning since it shows price cannot sustain high levels. The day of the shooting star occurs, the market should ideally gap higher, uh, although with stocks rather than commodities this gap is sometimes not present. So It's going to be really interesting when someone says, I know, I'm going to have 24 hours a day stock trading. Why not? Why only have it between certain hours? Why not? It's all computerized. Why not have it 24 hours a day? You could be imagine, you can imagine people, people going, oh, what do I do now? Oh, this is the stock essential. I wonder if we could do that. Um, the stock should then rally sharply. Okay. Okay, the stock should uh, then rally sharply. At this point, it appears as though the longs are in complete control. Sometimes during the day, however, profit uh, taking ensues. This stock closes near the unchanged market, as shown by a real body. A shooting star, therefore, has a small real body and a large upper shadow. Typically, uh, there will be either no uh, lower shadow or very little one. Here's a graphic representation of a shooting star candle. Can you imagine these people who's not into this being completely bored? Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, it sort of reminds me of these people, some people in army, you always, they never, everyone was always, there's always two people. But sometimes I was put in a pit with an incredibly boring person. I remember being put in a pit with a Mormon person, not that all Mormons are boring, but he was incredibly boring. And I fell asleep and they said, you can't fall asleep. And then they realized who I was with and I said, yeah, that's it. Can you imagine being in a, a lifeboat with someone and saying, I'm interested in, in uh, candlesticks? Uh, a small real body shows the bulls and bears are at war with each other. Whereas the bulls have been in control during the uptrend, the two sides are now evenly matched. The semiconductor index provides a clear example of why it's important to pay attention to a shooting star candle. It seems uh, the semis bottomed and the rest of Nesket in late April at $376.64. On that day, the SOX broke out of the support of $380 intraday, but it rallied strongly to close within the next previous range. Note the hammer-like candle, its small upper shadow, so it's not classical hammer, uh, and a long lower shadow. So shooting star is an upside down hammer for those people who have been dying to know about it. It's still pages and pages of this to go. From here, the SOX um, socks commenced a strong rally with which lifted the index nearly uh, 
64 points or approximately 70% in 24 trading days to a 4.40 level. At this point, both the Nasdaq and the SOX hit resistance. The SOX tried to break the 4.40 and 6 separate occasions, but was unable to do so. Finally, it retreated to just below 200, uh, 420 and began another rally back towards low resistance. What? Towards the end of June, it broke through the 4.40 intraday, briefly approaching the important resistance not shown in this chart, near 4.50 level, where it had been stalled twice before November 2004 to March 2005. The candle that formed was a shooting star. Note the large upper shadow went... Above the Bollinger Band and the small real body. The SOX had tested important resistance and failed. I don't know how people can read this type of stuff. The next trading day it sold off sharply, bearishly engulfing the real body of the star candle. The SOX uh, then retreated to a support near. $418. The trader who missed the implications of the shooting star would ha had needlessly held onto semiconductor stops through the sharp decline. If you can accurately recognize the shooting star candle, then you can have another important tool to assist you in spotting early signs of reversal. The candle will warn at the end of the minor uptrend before trending uh, following tools uh, such as moving averages MACTA, recognize the shooting star or suffer the slings and arrows of stock market misfortune. I like this. Yeah, well, it's, there's certain things is that um, traders may do it, but I think the real people get get hammered by this type of stuff. It's amazing. If anyone really knew what the stock market was doing, how it really operated, I don't think ugh, it's amazing. Thanks a lot for listening. another story comes to a close it's been a pleasure sharing this moment in time with you may you discover truly amazing things understand them and tell others thanks for listening